This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary super intelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills and... You're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080, Sook and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the Man, man, why are we so far behind? Uh, you know what? I blame Schultz. Good. I'll take it. It's on me. Freaking Schultz. Come on, Jordan. I'll get the call here in a second. I'll just be out the back door and uh, pink slip in hand. Bye, guys. <laughs> Schultz is, I don't think he really works here. Schultz has one of the, like, it's a good last name. <laughs> like, if you're a coach and you're yelling at a, at a kid. Like, come on, Schultz. Yeah, that is pretty good. Pick up those loafers. Come on, Schultz. Do you have a nickname? Uh, Schultzy or uh, J-Man is what my, my fans <laughs> or my family call me sometimes. J-Man? Did you say my fans? I was trying to say my family. I, I don't oh. know why I said fans. J-Man? <laughs> there, I have no fans. That's very, very well, very I'm, stupid of me to I'm say. I'm sure you have a fan or two. Come oh, on. You got fans. Don't sell yourself short. Hey, he's, I was just talking. Uh, hey, we J-Man! Were, we were just talking in there. We, you know, we're a couple, just a couple of radio bros talking uh, talking radio. I yeah. like Jordy, man. That, that's my guy right over there. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. No, uh, we're, you, we're nerd out in here. You mean J-Man? I mean J-Man. <laughs> hey, J-Man! Schultzy. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, we are way the hell behind. Yeah, we should. I blame uh, Joey. Yeah, let's go with that. Not Jordy. Freaking Harrington. See, Harrington doesn't roll. Damn it, Harrington! It's not the same as Schultz! Right. Just saying Schultz sounds like you're pissed off. Oh, Schultz. So we have two more uh, celebrities going to jail. They're just lining them up. Well, good. It's about time. And is one really a celebrity? <laughs> well, I you could argue neither are celebrities. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if... Can um, you be a celebrity for just being a douchebag that goes to jail? Like, is Bernie Madoff a celebrity? Oh. Right? I mean, no. Well, she didn't do anything to be famous other than being an a hole and oh, lying. Are you talking about Elizabeth Holmes? Talking about Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. That's that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I guess you they're maybe infamous. There you go. Not famous, but yeah. infamous, people know them. Yeah. Uh, this guy's a celebrity though. So Elizabeth Holmes is going to jail for 11 years. Yes. Which um, is actually 
I'm, I'm kind of yeah, surprised. I am too. I thought we'd get some white collar BS like here's two or maybe three years and you serve six months in your home, but yeah, she got eleven and uh, yeah. eleven and a quarter. That is significant. And if you don't know who she is, uh, she was the one who she was the CEO of Theranos. Yes. And there's a great, a couple of great documentaries on that. There um, are movies and one documentary, one movie, um, worth the watch. Of what she was trying to convince people that yeah, she had. She had a high-flying company that, re- that revolved around, like, blood testing, right? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was a yeah it was some sort of blood test. It was a blood test that I think could... I think she just said in seconds it could um, detect cancer yeah, or something the, like that. But the, and so she, she built up her company on this. The problem was... It never. It, it you didn't have the test. No, she was yeah. lying. It she didn't exist. Trying, she was trying to revolutionize blood tests, essentially, from taking yeah. a vial to a prick of blood and making blood tests way less painful yeah. and way more accessible to people. With but her, she never her. had the technology. That's like me saying, like, I'm going to launch a, a counter uh, company to, like, I don't know, like the, the what is the Elon Musk one to go to to Mars or whatever. But I don't have a rocket. I'm like, yeah, join my uh, aerospace company. Do you have a space shuttle? Well, no, but. I have an aerospace company, and let me tell you what, we're going to the moon in like, you know, four hours. Yeah, scratch the cancer part. Jordan's right. It was just, this I think general... it was just the idea that you could just prick the finger and yeah. run all the tests. I, I don't know. Anyway, she's going away for 11 years. And she got hit with a couple hundred million dollar fine. Yeah, she should. But do you have a couple hundred million dollars? I mean, no. Yeah, so. She should get with Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, they find, yeah I'm later. they find her $400 million, but. Damn. Yeah, could be. You could find me. You could find me four million dollars or four hundred million dollars, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> you pick a date that I'm supposed to pay that, and then we'll, don't tell me, and we'll both be surprised when I don't pay. I mean, well, the other celebrity that is going to jail is Andy Dick. Well, I feel like Andy Dick just is like that's a revolving door. I uh, I was not aware of this, but his. So you are aware of his sordid past? Oh yeah. I wasn't. I mean, I knew he was kind of a mess, but I didn't. Oh, I was dude. just reading through his rap sheets. Andy Dick is a oh my god brain wreck of galactic proportions. So Andy Dick will be serving ninety days in jail, and he will have to register as a sex offender. Andy Dick, comedian, by the way, for those that don't know. Yeah, I actually thought he was kind of funny. He was good on news radio. Yeah, yeah he was on news. I love radio. that show. News radio is criminally underrated. I thought that was a good show. I thought, uh, I don't know what I know him from, but I just, I don't know. He was out there, and I thought he was kind of funny. Okay. Zany, kind of funny. But he is, uh, he's known, I mean, honestly, I think he's most known for being a train wreck. Yeah, I guess that's true now. Yeah. So I guess, so his conviction, he was in an Uber in April of 2018, and Andy Dick groped him. Yeah. From behind. Yeah. He went in for the. Gave him a little bit of a, how's your father? Yeah, and so he has to check himself into jail. Um, I think it started yesterday he was in. He was ordered to complete 52 Alcoholics Anonymous sessions, 52 Sexual Compulsion Anonymous sessions, and 12 Mental Health Counseling sessions, and pay restitution to the victim. Yeah, he lives, like, in a trailer behind, like, his ex-wife's house. Like, he's... Does he really? Yeah, it's... Do you think he has any money? I don't know. I, I, he just is like he's a he's a punching bag like in that community like people make fun of him all the time for like being a train wreck, and it's very like him being arrested. You know, like you go to the airport and they have that revolving door. He just is in that. It's just yeah. It's so listen to this. I didn't know much of this. I, like I said, I knew he was a train wreck, but he said it, this says he was charged with first degree residential burglary, 
after stealing power tools. Yeah. Um, he was arrested in May during a live stream for felony sexual battery after a man who went by JJ accused him of molesting him in his sleep. Okay. In 2018, he pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor battery and misdemeanor sexual battery after allegedly groping a woman's buttocks. Well, he's an equal opportunity sex offender. He was arrested for allegedly hitting his boyfriend with a liquor bottle in November of 2021. Sounds about right. And his ex-fiance dumped him in July 2021 after he was arrested months prior following an arrest for assault with a deadly weapon. Mm. Yeah. He was he- arrested months prior following an arrest. He's got a massive uh, addiction problem. Yeah, he and, needs and like no one can, no one will hire him anymore. And you know, mm. yeah, that's well, he's going to jail ninety days. <laughs> hey, I actually, can, uh, I actually think Andy Dick going to jail for ninety days, like he probably well, it's a good thing. But I, I'll bet you the ninety days he just laughs at. He's like ninety days, <laughs> dude, ninety days standing on my head. Can money buy happiness? A new study. I hope so. Next on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is scotch, scotch. On 1080, the fan. Can I get a hot tub? All right, well, they have studied it, and it is official. Science says money can buy happiness. Hell yeah. (laughs) So here's the study. This is not from studyfinds.org, shockingly. No, this is a university thing. Uh, Well, university things can be found on studyfinds.org, I would like to point out. That is true. I stand corrected. That's what they do is they, like... They find they find studies, <laughs> and most of the studies are done by universities out there doing the Lord's work. Correct. So they um, they found two wealthy donors who agreed to redistribute two million dollars, all in the name of science. Okay, that's where they got the money. They used countries ranging from high income countries like the United States to lower GDP average countries like Kenya. All the participants in the study spoke English. They had a wide array of ages and were mostly educated to degree level or higher. And they gave each one of them $10,000. Okay. Just here. Here's 10 Gs. All right. As you might expect, being handed a nice wad of cash like 10 Gs did make people happier. (laughs) What? But only up to a point. <laughs> Do you know what that point is? $10,000? I don't know. No, annual income. Oh. Okay, so like... So uh, these people were all educated, so some of them earned yeah. X or over. I'm guessing like a hundred grand. One twenty-three. Okay. Hundred twenty-three thousand. Yeah, if you make more than that, you know, if you're making half a million bucks, I'm guessing getting ten grand doesn't, you know, light your hair on fire. You're making seventy-five. Hell yeah. Or, you know, if you're making, you know, 50, 40, 30, yeah. So none of them knew what they were getting involved in. So that'd be kind of cool to be handed 10 Gs, but you didn't know it's part of a study. Well, I wouldn't ever be involved in a study, but if I did, you know, that is kind of cool. I would think, like, most of the time you're getting into a study, you're just going to get some sort of weird drug that's going to give you, like, you know, some sort of horrid side effect. 
or you're getting a placebo, let alone 10 grand. This study, you get 10 Gs. I mean, you don't have to give the money back. No, that's freaking awesome. So you would be a part of this study. Yes, but I wouldn't know that, you know, would you know that that's part of the study? Well, that's what I said. None of them knew it. Yeah, so you just sign up, but, you know. No, you don't sign up. I don't think they, I I don't know how they chose these people, but none of them... Maybe they signed up for something they thought it was a different study. I don't know. Yeah. They they bait and switched them. Not sure. But none of them knew th- that it was a study. They were okay. just, they thought they were getting $10,000 <laughs> from some random it was person. The, the money fairy came along and was like, here, here's 10 Gs. Kick ass. So, of course, happiness is uh, subjective, but the researchers approached it with the five-item satisfaction with life scale and a one-to-five score measuring positive and negative effect. Participants who received money indicated significant happiness improvements over the control group, which is people who unfortunately got nothing. Yeah, I'd be pretty. I'll tell you what, I'd be, I'd be more pissed off that someone else got ten grand than I would be happy if I got ten grand. I'd be like, whoa, we're on this crappy study, and that dude just got ten G's. I'd be honked off about that. Well, as you'd expect, the effect was higher in lower income countries. Yeah. Total life satisfaction improved by an average of 0.36 points per person. Um, the wealthy donor's satisfaction decreased oh. by an estimated 0.16 points each. But overall, the scientists concluded that redistribution of wealth provided 225 times more satisfaction for everyone compared to if the two donors had just kept the money. So what we can uh, say to all this is money, please. Now, me, hand, let's go. Money, 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 money. So if you're earning over a hundred k a year, one hundred twenty-three actually, you U.S. Yeah, you should probably give away a bunch of money. <laughs> That's what I'm reading into this. Schultzy, time to give away some cash, buddy. Uh, time to start spreading that radio wealth. Let's my, go. My wallet's pretty empty right now. I don't think I'm going to be the one spreading that wealth. Look, I got I, like a ten. I think I got a ten in my wallet. I know plenty of rich people that are miserable uh, a holes, but like that all that idea that money doesn't buy happiness. No, but it buys comfort. And and it buys uh, it buys freedom. Yeah, it buys freedom. It it, it buys worries from the the day to day stressors. Now it doesn't mean that you can't tie yourself in, in knots a thousand different ways. But I hate when some rich a hole is like you know it's the Will Smith bratty ass kids always do the crap like this. I have one shirt. I'm not going to get Whoa. into this celebrity. Really? Yeah, his kid claims that he has one shirt. Oh. I'm like, all right, ass. No, he doesn't. Well, you smell bad. If yeah. that's really true. Yeah. You one. have you have one shirt. You also have a trust fund, probably to the tune of about fifty million dollars. It's not even practical. So it's kind of cool for you to be like, I have one shirt, until you're actually the person that can't afford a shirt. Like it's 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 this idea that yeah, I have a lot of money, but money doesn't rule my life, and and it, it, you know I, I do what I want because I'm a free spirit and I'm an independent artist. Okay. Let's take away your fifty million and find out what a free spirit you are. Like that's the sort of thing that that money does. Money eliminates some of the basic necessities of life. You, you, you can still be miserable, but you don't have to worry about paying your bills. You bring up something that uh, kind of just always makes me think of the difference between middle class people, not poor people or, or people with less income, middle class people and really really rich people here. So uh, past a certain amount of money, happiness doesn't really get any better but rich people have just different problems than everyday people like i'll make this example and i think you guys maybe have heard this before uh jim nance big announcer golf nfl guy i've heard this story that he walks into because he travels quite a bit every single diner or every single place for breakfast he goes to he's got a picture of burnt toast in his wallet and you know guy with 
all kinds of money in the world. One one thing he worries about is whether or not his toast is actually going to be correct <laughs> no. at, at, at the place he's getting served. Is that so, true? I, I have heard that a couple of different Jim times. Jim Nance has a yeah. picture of burnt toast. That's like, the rumor. That's the rumor. You've heard that? Yes, I have heard that. Wow. That he wants his toast a certain way, and he asks for it to be burnt, and they bring it out like slightly dark, and he's like, <laughs> no. Listen, I want it like this. I want it like this. Ha! And then it's, you know, it's yeah. full-on black toast, yeah. and that which is the weirdest wow. thing in the world. But yeah, well, so that's just cool if he likes his toast like that. But. Rich dude worrying about something that we right. don't even care about. Again, that's a big problem to him. Plenty of rich dudes are miserable, but I'd much rather be miserable with money than miserable and poor. You know, it's... I, I just... And, and which is why people don't have sympathy for rich people that are unhappy, which is also why, by the way, suicide rates are higher in wealthy people and affluent people than they are poor people. There's no one's any sympathy for you. You know, it's like you wake up one day and you've got a million dollars in the bank and you've got, you know, seemingly everything you want and you're miserable inside. And that's when you end up, you know, putting a rope around your neck because you think, you know, why am I unhappy? So, I mean, it's you should have some sympathy that are battling that sort of stuff, but it's just hard for people to have any sort of sympathy when most people struggle with day-to-day, you know, bills and concerns and, and those sorts of things, whereas the rich person seemingly doesn't have to worry about any of that stuff. I do like this text. Money can always rent happiness. Yes. <laughs> Who is that Daniel Tosh that does that? He, uh, Tosh does the money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy a jet ski. Have you ever seen anyone <laughs> unhappy on a jet ski? You know, there's, a, there's an element to that. Well, how All nice right. is it? Like, if you... If you want to buy something, you buy it. Or, again, like, I don't know about anyone else, but it's like the end of the year, right? And when your deductible is paid up, don't we all admit? I, I just got a phone with an MRI place because I'm trying to get my knee cut on before the end of the year. Because it's the difference between paying, like, $800 and paying, like, six grand. So you're like, and I'll tell you what, if they can't get my surgery in before December 31st, guess who hasn't? Guess who isn't doing surgery until next December? Like, they're going to go ahead and I get the MRI, and they're going to be like, hey, we can't get you until January 5th. Why don't we just go ahead and bump that to December 5th of next year, and I'll walk around on my gimpy knee? Because I'm, like, I'm not paying it up front. It's just it's, it's kind of one of those things. And if you have money, then you can have surgery whenever you want. The rest of us, eh, not so much. Or God forbid you don't have insurance, and then you're like, guess what? There is no surgery. You imagine having elective surgery when you don't have insurance? Yeah, uh, and that's why the homeless guy walks with a limp. Exactly. I saw what it was. My surgery was when I tore my pack. I don't want to. Like, I don't even know what you do with that bill if you don't have insurance. You're like, uh. just don't pay it. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, also pay it. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Yeah. yeah, ten grand for a hernia repair this summer. If I didn't have insurance, I, just, I saw the bill and was like, <laughs> oh, oh my wow, what'd you end up paying? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, zero. No, zero. I just saw what the Wait, total you're was. not on our insurance, are you? No, I am not. Yeah. Smart. He's on some, he's on some, say? some wife good insurance. Uh, no, 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 insurance. Very blessed Native American uh, oh. uh, blood here, so I've actually got medical coverage. I've got benefit, all kinds of stuff. Is that right? So, very blessed. Yes. What are you, uh, Grand, uh, uh, Grand Ronde? Uh, Grand Ronde, eighth, eighth blood. Eight, one eighth. One eighth. Hmm. I think my wife's an eighth. Yeah. Why am I not getting these benefits? I don't know. I what is suckle at the teat of Odyssey? What is happening here right now? Ten thousand dollar bill. If you have Odyssey insurance, you'll you'll pay like nine thousand out of pocket. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, "You should be happy." <laughs> at other places, it's way worse. That's why I save all my medical care for the month of December. We try to cram it all in there. All right. Uh, coming up next, how do we feel about lab-grown meat? Probably great. <laughs> Hell yeah! You guys feel great about that. Let's go. Um, do they have lab-grown human? Here is uh, Schultz. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. Sitting on a cloud of judgment, handing down life lessons to all the sinners. On 1080, The Fan. Double Fan Power! So we got a text. Uh, somebody said there's a tribe in Minnesota... They all get a million dollars a year and everyone's a mess. Oh. So I had to go do some homework on that. <laughs> well, I've long said that if you gave me a pile of money, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that, that that may get sideways. Well, if I didn't have to work and I just was a man of leisure, uh, it, it could get sideways. I don't know about the mess part. It doesn't say that in here. But they they do get a million dollars a year everyone in the tribe gets a million dollars a year tax free hmm. uh, they only have 480 members they are in minnesota their name is uh where do they get the million dollars well they have two casinos oh. so they they earn okay. 1 billion dollars a year from their two casinos and those are just outside of minneapolis so there's only 480 members so and so they big, take it's a big rake. Yeah. yeah, they take the money and they give it to every sing, every single one of them gets a million. Um, and boy, I'm looking inside. So they have aerials of their the homes that they've built and sure. you know their toys and their golf course and their <laughs> concert venue and well, hotel. We, well, you think you have that kind of money rolling in? You really don't. I mean, you can spend a million dollars every year knowing that there's another million coming behind it. They right? pay, I mean, yeah. They pay eighty four million. They pay sorry, eighty four thousand dollars a month whew, to each one of them, which yeah. is tax free if you live on reservation land. Okay, I'm, and I'm pretty sure I would live on reservation land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can travel on eighty four grand a month. And so they, uh, this uh, the president of the tribe said they have ninety nine point two percent unemployment. Uh, so all of the workers uh, at the casinos, it's all voluntary. Huh. Well, just, they just send them a check for all eighty-four thousand. Something to do and a month, <laughs> kind of hang out. And, hey, yeah. let, let's go. I think that'd be kind of fun. Absolutely. I've always said that if I was, like, if I was wealthy, one, I would live someplace uh, very warm that had a beach. Uh, I'd work it. I'd be a bartender. If if I could have, if, if I needed something to do to occupy my time, I would just go be a bartender. Have you ever been to you know any place tropical and you see one of those uh, beach bars or whatever yeah. sand on the floor? I would 100% do that. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I do believe that like you would get bored not doing anything. Yeah, you got to do something. You got to volunteer your time. Yeah. Or, like, help and, I, out. and I would like to volunteer my time by, uh, you know. Slinging some drinks. Slinging some suds to uh, people with too much sunburn on their face. Let's Bartending go. Bartending is way more fun when you're drunk, though. So you got to drink while you're. Well, that goes without saying, right? And if I'm doing well, it. Well, but a, to some, some bars, they don't like that. Though. But I'm volunteering. <laughs> so if you You're know, not just going to let you get drunk back there. You got to find the one that will. <laughs> Have you ever you been to a bar in Belize? I'm pretty sure they don't care. <laughs> I was once at a bar in Belize, and the guy uh, invited. Like we left his, we left his shift, and we went spear fishing. Like we, like literally, he was like, "Hey, you want to go spear fishing?" I'm like, "Aren't you working?" He's like, "Ah, eh. nah." And we got in a little boat, and we went out, and we went spear fishing. And I was like, "Okay, now that, that's a gig." 
There are several mansions now on the tribal land and large warehouses that had to be built to house cars, boats, and other belongings of the wealthy. Um, even though the benefits are endless, many members build second homes off of the reservation, send their children to private schools, take up thoroughbred breeding, or go on lengthy global trips. <laughs> Why not? But you, you know, when someone said that, like they're a mess, I don't know, but I will tell you that if you if you ever met like trust fund kids, they're well, that's exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, here. you get when they say mess. I, I don't know what that person means by mess. This does talk about how many of the elders in the group or in the tribe say it's very hard to teach the children the value of money, and they're concerned with losing sight of the tribal, you know, the yeah. uh, just the traditions, yeah. you know, the tribal way of life, the traditional way of life. Well, I mean, again, if you've never had any, if that's what you grew up with and you've never had to work for anything, there's no responsibility, you have no skin in the game because you just have this endless, uh, you know, bliss on tap, I can imagine you'd end up being just a insufferable, you know, nitwit. Because, you know, what? Well, why it, not at like a 10,000 square foot teepee? <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Like one of those big yurts, but have a kick-ass yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you gave me $84,000 a month, I promise you that I'm going to get weird. There's going to be some stuff. Like, if you want to talk about someone that would be a, a, like a, would you say like a, what's the word? Uh, eccentric? I would 100% be that. Well, eccentric, I'd be weird. Rich, well, but you already are weird. So yeah, but, but I'd be weird. When you're weird. not rich, you're weird. Yes. When you're rich, you're eccentric. Same person. But I don't have the money to really be weird. I, I don't. Like I, I the, the, my 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 income reigns in my my weirdness. Like I joke about wanting to have like a raccoon and I wanted to have like goats or like a sweet owl, but none of those things are practical. You give me uh, eighty four thousand dollars a month, and I promise you that you come into my backyard, you're gonna see some stuff. And by the way, we've gone far beyond owl and goat. There's gonna be a GD buffalo in my yard. I promise you that. And there's probably going to be something riding the buffalo, arguably a raccoon. I mean, there's going to be some weird crap happening at my place. Far beyond what my meager radio means bring me at this point. It is a meager industry. <laughs> yes. For the love of the game over here. Unless you're Colin or Jim Rome. <laughs> yeah, there's like four people making all the money. That's it. Uh, they say that there's nobody in the gaming industry that can compare to what these this tribe does. It's Shikopi tribe, mm. if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and they were given awards for public service. They uh, they donate a lot of money. Oh, um, they donate it to poorer tribes oh, and what? charities. That's cool. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting little deal. No, I never heard of that. Right there in Minnesota. All right. Um, we'll talk about lab-grown meat next week. Another time. Uh, John wraps it up next on the fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. This is Mailing It In with Big John Sikanik on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're about out of here. Here's John. Hello, how are you feeling? Feeling better? What's going on? I'm feeling better. Yes, I'm feeling better. I'm getting ready to say goodbye to Twitter. I'm trying to buy a gun, and I'm getting ready to sue Ticketmaster because I can't get Taylor Swift tickets. That's my weekend. That's what I'm doing this weekend. We're dealing with a lot of S right now. So if Twitter went away, what would? how would we learn about Catch 365? I would still be playing catch. There would just be less people knowing about me playing catch, which I guess is okay. So, well, how would anyone you know, know? What about, are you gonna like, do? What are you, would you have it on Inst? Are you on Instagram then? I I am on Instagram. I don't put it on there every day because some of them don't lend them. So Instagram's not necessarily an everyday thing like Twitter is, but um, but I, I could. If Twitter went away, I would just probably put them on Instagram and people could go there and look. But hmm. you know more. More importantly, if I get Taylor Swift tickets, you'll know about it because I'm going to put it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, there are no more Taylor Swift tickets. Two over two million people bought tickets that day, <laughs> and then you know they're done. You know, years ago I went and saw George Strait at the um, Moda Center, and Ronnie, the great Ronnie Millsap, opened for yes. him. Yes. And before Ronnie yes. Millsap, they had another opening act, and oh. I didn't want to see this person. I was like, yeah, I'll just show up for Ronnie Millsap. And when we showed up, the person that was opening was just finishing her last song. And we walked in, and the ladies that were sitting in front of us were like, oh, my gosh, you missed it. And I was like, what? And they are like, that person right there is going to be a star. Mm. And it was Taylor Swift. Yep. No way. Biggest star in the world. Yeah. All right. We got to run. Yeah. Love your hot body. All right, love you guys. All right, go good Swifties. Weekend. Yeah, Swift the Swifties, man. Swifties. Taylor Swift. How about that? Uh, thank you uh, for filling in today, Jordan. Uh, we are back Monday. Everybody have a great weekend. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.